Welcome to Working for Women, the independent women's forum podcast, where we are changing the conversation about women and public policy for the better. Hi, I'm Amber Schwartz, Executive Vice President of the Independent Women's Forum. Welcome to IWF's Working for Women podcast. I'm joined by my colleague, Carrie Lukitz, who's the president of IWF, and today we are going to take a few moments to discuss, um, of all things, the U.S. Postal Service. Now, that may seem like somewhat of a dry topic, but believe me, it does affect all of us, and Carrie is passionate about, about the need to reform it. Um, so just to kick things off quickly, um, welcome to the call, Carrie. Hey, thanks so much. Yeah, um, a lot of folks listening probably saw the president tweeted um, on December 29th, and I'm just going to quote him real quick to kick this off. He said, um, why is the United States Post Office, which is losing many billions of dollars a year while charging Amazon and others so little to deliver their packages, making Amazon richer and the post office dumber and poorer, should be charging much more? Now, on the surface that, surface, that might make sense. The post office is, in fact, losing billions of dollars a year. Um, Carrie, you just wrote a recent article about this in Forbes saying that they lost $2.7 billion um, alone in 2017 on $72 billion in revenue. Can you, can you take a moment and just tell us um, why you think they're losing so much money? Obviously, um, that's pretty astounding. Yeah, you know, it, it is interesting because I think that um, uh, you know, the post office a, when we hear a $2.7 billion watch, we think, what is going on? But that's actually pretty good news for the post office. The post office has been losing billions of dollars, um, many times tens of billions of dollars uh, for, um, for a decade. It's been in really bad financial shape. So it's actually doing a little bit better. And one of the reasons is because it has gotten into this um, delivery business, this package delivery business. And I think if, you know, we, we think about how things have changed in recent times, um, just even in the last you know, 10 years uh, where, um, you know, increasingly we've, everyone's turning to email. Um, you now often have options when it comes to getting your paying bills for things like, you know, the regular services you have or monthly contracts or cable bills. Um, more and more of us are going online. We have automatic bill pay. You know, we don't want to wait for uh, something to come in the mail, have to, um, you know, write a check and stick a stamp on it. All that's going online, which is you know, good news for all of us. It makes kind of life easier and takes a step out of the process of of taking care of those mundane tasks. One of the big losers in that is the post office, uh, which has had a, a precipitous decline in um, the amount of first-class mail, which is kind of their bread and butter. Um, so they've had to look for other, other uh, ways to, um, to make up for that lost revenue. And one has been delivering packages for places like Amazon, um, Amazon being the biggest, but with many other retailers. And they've actually been able to negotiate pretty good rates making up for some of the losses they've had with first-class mail. So, um, you know, there's a lot going on here, and it's, I think the president was being a little sloppy in trying to, to blame the post office's financial woes on Amazon. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, absolutely. Um, and one thing about the U.S. post office, too, is that they're mandated to deliver mail to every single mailbox in the U.S., um, which yeah. is a monument. Yeah. A big, a big, yeah, you know, it's interesting because the, the post office, I do think when you kind of take a step back and think of, um, it's kind of strange, the situation we have today. You think about yeah. everything that happens and all of these businesses that take care of needs and services we have, and they take care of it for, you know, somehow we're able to have um, your services for people living in cities and so that every, everybody gets services in cities, then also people who live in, in rural areas. The post office is, is kind of a, an, an, an anomaly 
um, and in, in a way, it's kind of a, a throwback. You know, the, the post office has had a, a legal monopoly. You know, nobody else is allowed to carry a first class letter. That is only the post office job. It's, it's mandated by law right now, um, which is kind of, of bizarre, which is why mm-hmm. you know, um, FedEx and, um, and UPS and some of the DHL, um, those have to kind of are in a different, different business model. You're not supposed to use them just for the plain old delivery of, of a standard, um, standard mail. And, you know, and the post office does a part of the, the kind of the ethic of the post office is that they're going to take every piece of mail and they're going to deliver it to every single mailbox. They're only going to charge one rate for that first class stamp, um, all of which you know, sounds kind of nice, but it's created a whole lot of problems. You know, think about this. You know, the post office has in its employment um, over 600,000 people. Because that's just kind of an, uh, an astonishing number of folks for this kind of, you know, um, mundane task. And, you, you know, there hasn't yeah. been a whole lot of innovation over time. And not only is that a whole lot of employees, um, those employees come with tremendous costs. They are, these aren't just, you know, the employees like other companies have a lot of employees. Um, these are unionized workers who have pretty, pretty command a pretty impressive salaries and um, impre- even more impressive benefits. You know, the post office is paying billions of dollars. I think the last last year was um, six billion dollars um, just in retirement costs. So this is a, a really big um, enterprise, and that's kind of a big burden for for the post office. Yeah, Congress mandated that um, the postal service prepay over the next decade, all um, health care and retirement benefits. Is that correct? Um, yeah. And it's, it's, you know, in, in some ways I appreciate that Congress is really trying to make, um, uh, make the post office more financially kind of responsible and pre-fund some of those benefits, which uh, you so often now um, as states and localities and the, the, the government um, will promise enormous benefits. You know, it's really easy to give away in a new union negotiation, say, oh, we're going to, um, you know, we're, uh, we'll pay you this much today, and then, oh, we'll pay you even more tomorrow because they don't have to deal with the accounting of that tomorrow, those those future payments. But the taxpayers do, um, and it creates a big problem because all of a sudden the taxpayers are on the hook for something they didn't really understand, and um, and uh, the workers are expecting to get this benefit. So you have this this really tough position. That's what we have with a, a whole lot of, sy- of government systems right now are facing this problem. You know, we've seen that in, that's the problem is facing um, you know, state governments in, in Illinois and in other places where they have really bad um, uh, you know, um, unfunded liabilities for their state workers. Well, the post office has a problem like that. But, you know, I think that the bottom line is we need to, I think instead of thinking about, um, uh, you know, blaming Amazon or blaming some of these um, retailers who are really creating a lifeline for um, for the post office and, and using the one um, the one uh, service that the post office is able to perform profitably, we need to be thinking about more comprehensive reforms. It doesn't really mm-hmm. make sense for us to have a government um, you know, letter delivery <laughs> entity. I think the answer is no, and we should be starting to think about how to roll that back. Obviously, um, there's, there's good business in delivering things like this. There is a way, it has to be a way to do it. We just need to take a yeah. fresh, look at, fresh look at this, at this issue. Yeah, I think fundamentally, why the heck do we uh, have the government controlling the Postal Service and micromanaging how we deliver um, our mail in the first place? Um, some are calling for yeah. privatization, um, giving it freedom to innovate, as you talked about. Um, how, how, do you agree with this? Would this be an idea yeah, for reform? A- absolutely. I think that's, that's really the place to start, is we should be thinking about how to get the government out of the, the business of delivering, of delivering the mail. Um, you know, but there's a lot of steps, steps along the way. This has been done 
um, in, in other countries. I think that it could be done here. You know, the post office does have, in addition to um, a, a lot of liabilities, it does have a lot of assets, including um, a, a whole lot of property around the country. So there's got to be a way for um, for them to make this work. But I just hope that as we're you know as we think about the future of the post office, you know, there, there's also strange things where you have the the, the post office hands are totally are tied. Um, you to to change the cla- the um, the amount that they can charge for a piece of mail. Um, they have to have a, a approval for a rate increase from a, a separate commission. So that's really, that makes it tough. You know, these guys are working under very constrained circumstances. Um, but I think you know, this is, these are the conversations we have to be having. We've got to be figuring out what to do with those, with the, um, you know, all of the, the workers um, and um, thinking of to bring, it, bring those, those benefits in line, uh, figure out a way to pay all those liabilities. And really figure out you know, what, what makes sense for the future. Um, but I hope you know, it requires a, a, a big conversation and a lot of, of real deep thought. Um, and I, I just hope we don't kind of resort to scapegoating. Yeah, um, I love the last line in your Forbes piece that you wrote recently about this. And you said, um, it's not the businesses that are abusing the system and shortchanging taxpayers, but the government-created system itself that is the real problem. Um, I think that kind of sums up what we're talking about here. Um, and I was I was also reading yeah. last night a few other things that you had written on, on postal reform, and this one actually made me laugh. Um, you said, I, this was a couple of years ago, you may not even remember, but you said, quote, there is simply no reason in the modern age that we need a government not monopoly to handle delivering pottery barn catalogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it is kind of, you know, it is kind of silly when you think of, um, of oh, how things would change. You have the post office, and the post office is delivering, and you talk about who's getting a good deal from the post office, and there's a lot of, you, you look in your mailbox, and often, I know this is how I, it happens for me, I look in it, I, you know, there's a big wad of paper in there, and uh, nine out of every ten things are absolute garbage, and I don't even, I barely scan um, what they are, and, um, and uh, you know, there may be one, me- one letter in there. The occasional wedding invitation, right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, uh, but I think that there's a whole lot of, of people who have um, you've been subsidized, businesses that have been subsidized to send mailers and kind of this, the, what we consider junk mail, um, and that's something you think, you know, what, what are we doing here? Why are we, why are we yeah. um, kind of supporting that system that just clutters our mailboxes? You know, it's funny, there was somebody else wrote about on this whole Amazon thing, you know, that, um, that the thing that to keep in mind, we're talking about this is, um, is that the, the post office needs Amazon and online, uh, these online retailers who are increasingly using the post office to deliver packages and paying them to deliver packages way more than these, those retailers need them. Um, you know, those retailers could turn easily to another form of delivery. Um, and some of them are looking to, if the post office starts trying to charge them too much, hey, they'll, they'll figure something else out. Um, but it's the post office that's really uh, is going to would be hurt if that, they lost that revenue. Um, so, so that's another thing to keep, to keep in mind. They can't just start jacking up prices because um, the, those online retailers will take their business elsewhere. Absolutely. Um, well, I think this has been an interesting conversation. I hope everyone enjoyed it. Uh, Carrie, thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, and to our listeners, thank you. Thank, you for, thank you for joining us. Um, for more information on this and many other topics, please come visit us at iwf.org, where all issues are women's issues. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, please give it a thumbs up, share it on social media, or stop by iwf.org for similar content.